What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Lift and Educate. In the episodes below, Jabari and I talk about topics relating to fitness and health, as well as current events and the country's state of fighting racism. We hope that you enjoy the episodes and please share the episodes you enjoyed with your friends and family, discuss and even take notes on the topics we talk about. Uh, you could send any questions in that you have so we can add that into the next episode. And please like, subscribe, and follow so that we can continue putting out great content for y'all. What was it? The salad? A bit like the, the Lifetime special joints? You know when they had the hamburger meat and the put on top of the salad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm uh, doing right now. There you go. I was like, I had to do it real quick. Yeah, I, I made a, uh, a uh, whatchamacallit, a protein shake and threw some spinach in there. Get some vegetables uh-huh. in every time I can. There you go. Um, all right, so looking into current events, I have been still watching the Khalid Browder documentary because it's a series and just trying to absorb everything as you go through it. Um, it's It's very interesting to see how as we progress in the documentary that it talks about the correctional officers uh, almost being a part of a gang within mm-hmm. Rikers Island called mm-hmm. called the program and yeah. uh, you could see in, in a video that they play uh, where Khalif Browder was being beat up and a, a correctional officer steps in front of the camera then backs away and doesn't do anything just stands there and watches right. and um and then there's also people in that series that talks about how they admit to being involved in that admit to uh trying to make some money by bringing in weapons drugs uh cigarettes um alcohol whatever the the uh inmates were requesting and would buy for a price and then sell it for they say buy something for 50 bucks they sell for 1500 dollars you know and they make mm-hmm. a ton of profit all in it just for the money and without care and you see a lot of innocent people getting uh arrested and going to rikers island because they can't make bail and that's where they get sent and yeah. now they're in this system of yep. uh you know once they're in there they can't make bail so they're in there until they can finally prove their innocence and get out and once they're out you know, they've already gone through so much trauma that where does that lead you? You know, so right. it's just really horrible to see that a, a, a correction officer who's supposed to be there to, to protect inmates, you know, who yeah. protect, uh, to, to, to guard and make sure that, you know, there's no violence and make sure that everything is copacetic, but you see the exact opposite uh, in a brutal way. Right. And so, so I mean, have you yeah. seen that? And have you been aware of that? Yeah, I mean, actually, I haven't worked before I even watched it, to be honest with you. So it was just one of those things that were, when I was watching it, it wasn't quite shocking to me. Mm-hmm. It's because obviously you, you, I heard it through like, um, like, I guess you, I guess you could say I heard it through the streets. You know and I mean, like mm-hmm. through friends and through family members who've been through the whole system. And they also saw like how corrupt most of the cor- uh, correctional officers are. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And it's, it's not funny, but it's just like one of the things you just laugh at because it's like the name itself, CO, you're a correctional officer. You're supposed mm-hmm. to help correct these individuals and get them back out in society so they could be contributing member to society. But right. it's not happening. It's not yeah. taking place. And, and people are just legit just trying to take advantage of it. And there's, there's, I mean, across the country, there's a whole bunch of problems with that. 
I mean, specifically in Rikers Islands, obviously they're trying to um, – so I feel like most of those guys are just trying to get ahead and try to get uh, another bang for their buck. And it's crazy because, like um, – ah, oh, man, I just forgot about this um, this uh, documentary I saw. But it was, like, it was pretty much just saying, like, how these kids were, were in the system. Mm-hmm. Like, one, one of them was a correction officer, and his friend was in the jail. So they, like, they had a connection there. And it was like a gang affiliation too. On top of that, right. so it was like the same exactly what you were just describing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's how, and that's how that's that's how these guys are taken care of. And it's sad because there's no, I feel like there's no um, nobody, nobody's like there's no checks and balances when it comes to that power. You know what I mean? Right. Like no one, no one's checking that power. No one's doing their monthly updates or just checking on these individuals to say, hey, like. You have these these um these many complaints. We have to address this here. You know what I mean? It's just a, a, like, a clear abuse of power and yeah. uh, and, and without care. I mean, it's just yeah. like and and so I a long time ago I watched another documentary that a psychologist took students of a college and uh, they they basically made a, a fake jail and you had a set of students that would be the inmates, a set of students that would be the, the correctional officers. And so you could see as this study begins and progresses that the, the correction, the quote unquote correctional officers in the study, mm-hmm. they begin to realize the power they have and yep. begin to abuse it and continue and continue and continue. And now, as you see in the study, some people may say something, may stand up, but yeah. they get shut down immediately. And, um, I mean, the guy that did the study, he did it unethically, let it continue on. Yeah. Like, really bad things happening. And he, he like pulled people out of the study that were trying to speak up about it. But that's right. also similar to ways of if you have people that try to speak up for the good and against yep. the bad, they get yep. pulled out or they get attacked or they get right. shut down. And so it's, it's not far off from really what actually happens. Yeah, and um, I believe the movie you talk about, I think it was like the Stanford Project or something like that. Yeah, I, think, I know it was at Stanford yeah. University, but yeah, like it, it's 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 a shame um, because like how do you tell me how how do you go about the process of like um, with better interviews? You know what I mean? Because right. obviously, like most of the time, these people going there, they they either, I mean, it seems like they just had they never they got picked on as 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 they were growing up, and now they give them a little bit of power. And so what they do with it, they run with that power and they abuse their power because right. now they, they got something they never had before. So how do you go about making sure that does, that this doesn't happen? You know what I mean? Like, like instead of like the, the system and administration, like deciding with, deciding with the correction officers and literally, literally just letting them run amok, um, how do you say, hey, like, wait, we have this amount of complaints against this person. Maybe we should look into it. Or instead of just saying, okay, because I... <laughs> It just seems like, especially now, like with the coronavirus and everything like that going on, like how many inmates now or people in jail now are at risk of getting coronavirus is that everyone forget about those people. They act like they're not people because it's like, hey, you're in jail for a reason. So you need to, you, you're you obviously evil and they kind of like cast them aside. Mm-hmm. But, but mind you, like we just, like you just said, some of these people are in jail for nonviolent offenses and they can't make bail. So they right. have to stay in jail and serve their time. And now they're stuck in the system, um, which is not fair to them because not like, not only you talk of current events now, not only like those people who have these nonviolent, non-threatening um, 
offenses are at risk of catching the coronavirus, but also too, before even the coronavirus is a thing, like they're 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 putting their their life, their health, everything at risk because they're in these jails with like murderers, rapists, and everything, and they can't really get protection from the correction officers because the correction officers are in cahoots with the guys in there that's like in there for a long time, or they're running some kind of scheme, or they're just simply just abusing their power, so they don't want to hear what these people have to say. Right, um, and I, I feel like uh, I mean, if if you're somebody's a correction officer and they begin to abuse power, it's almost like they may not they can't understand what it is like to be on the opposite end of that. So I feel like there's no limit to them continuing and doing that. And uh, it's all, I mean, on the inside, there's, there's a money scheme. And then on the big, mm-hmm. big side of things, there's a money scheme. I mean, it's yeah. all, it, it, jail systems are all for profit. And yeah, so when but- you look at that side of things, it's like, okay, you're yeah. trying to get people in the jail system. And mm-hmm. then once they're in there, it's like a free for all. In yeah. some of these jails that are not um, ran properly and, and yep. correctly. Yep, yep. And you get, you're absolutely right. It's all for profit. It's a profit scheme. Like they're doing this, this slave labor um, happening right here in America until this day. Like in these companies like Walmart, um, I know Starbucks used to be used to be um, collecting off of that, but I think they stopped now. But because people call them out on this and like, hey, like you guys are doing something wrong here. You guys are right. doing something evil. You're trying to get free labor or cheap labor from these prison systems. And like even the guys I saw in um and um the jail system out in California, like <laughs> when they had that big old forest fire, they they suit these guys up and say, Hey, go fight this fire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you might get a little bit of a little bit of money in commissary, or you might get a little a day or two off on your jail time, but nothing significant for them to be like, okay, like I really want to fight, do this fire and risk my life to do that. Like these people are putting their lives on the line to fight a fire, hoping that it just looks good on their record. But after they're done their census and after they're done the time, they can't even apply to become a firefighter. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. can't even do yeah. any of that. So I was like, I how? About like, that. Yeah. yeah, like how's that even fair? You, you yeah. know, like, like here, here's this guy. He's literally, the regular firefighters aren't going to woods, but they sending this guy to go do it. And he's getting nothing for it, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. like, why, why, like, why even bother? Um, but yeah, man, it's it's a, it's a the whole criminal system, the whole jail system is just another way for them to kind of say, hey, like um, these people in jail, so we're gonna get free labor out of them and giving them cents and a dollar, which is unright, you know. So I, I mean, how many people get up in arms when they find out that Nike was getting free labor or cheap labor from China, you know, um, for the, for um, from from like these markets and everything. It's, it's pretty much the same thing here, but it's just in a, it's more organized, it's an organized corruption scheme. And it's, um, it's unfortunate because um, these are people lives we're talking about, you know, like um, I know uh, everyone is probably like, well, these guys are criminals, but not everyone that goes to jail is a criminal. You know what I mean? Like I would right. just, I just read, I just read that like, like for example, Khalif um, Browder, like kid got accused. He, he got accused for stealing a book bag. Wasn't even pro, like pro, found guilty, but he was in, He didn't see trial for three years at sixteen years old. Like, like that's one of the things. Like, <laughs> and everyone's gonna look at him and say, like, everyone did look at him. Like, all right, this guy's a criminal. He's not. You know what I mean? He's just a normal kid who literally was like, just going going to school, minding his business, and his life got completely taken away from him. Um, for what? For nothing. You know. And it's sad to say, like this has continued going on. And there's a lot of cases out there that's I'm pretty sure this has happened that we don't even know about. Um, there's a lot of kids that got mixed up in the system and they're pleading not guilty. I didn't do anything. 
and even like in these um, states where the death penalty is uh, okay, uh, people have lost their lives for things they haven't done, you know? Mm-hmm. And is there, are, is, is, and now we have to look at a justice system and actually say like, is justice actually being served? Are we doing justice and liberty for all? Like we're not, because there's people who are, on, who are disenfranchised who are just being victims to the system and they're just, and they're just getting preyed on and no one's standing up for them or no one even heard about them. You know, right. um, and, and there's there are systems in place that uh, that work with with people who are in the justice system that are actually innocent. Um, there was a, a movie I watched the other day. I can't remember the name of the movie for some reason, but um, there was this guy who was wrongfully c- convicted of raping a girl when they were both in high school. And then later on throughout the movie. Uh, he's trying to prove his innocence. He gets a video of the girl saying that she never did anything, that he never kidnapped her, that he never raped her, that he never did anything to her. And there was consent uh, to walk and, and hang out as they did. Uh, but there is a, a, something called the Innocent Project that mm-hmm. they showcase in that movie that I wasn't aware of. But the Innocent Project basically goes in and... and uh, takes cases for those who are innocent and and who are in the jail system uh, to work on reopening their case and getting them out. Right. Was that the um, Brian Banks movie you think you talking yeah, about? Yeah, Brian Banks. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, that, and that, here's a kid who has who has dreams to go to the NFL. Absolutely yeah. gets life like taken away from him. It's horrible. Course. You you and, see, and and through the movie, like he has all the potential to go to the NFL, and this happens, and uh, and and then he has to wear the, the ankle bracelet, can't go near fields, can't practice, yeah. can't right. play. And then later on, the, uh, um, the Seahawks coach called him up and mm-hmm. didn't make it there. But then I believe he's on um, the Falcons or something, was it? Yeah. He ended up yeah. getting uh, recruited on the Falcons. Yeah. And it's, and it's sad because let's take, let's take, let's, let's, let's actually, let's, let's go by like a play by play for that. And let's talk, actually talk about that. Specifically, mm-hmm. because like my aspect of it is just like oh, okay, like this guy, like some people are kind of like oh, okay, they he got wrongfully accused and he should be fine now. Like he got let out, he got proven innocent. Let's take a time out and talk about this. Imagine you getting accused for something that you definitely didn't do. So now, everyone, everyone, like imagine what your family has gone through because everyone now has deemed you as a rapist. Everyone has has making these claims you they're spinning dirt in your name and everything like that because you apparently been found guilty for something that you didn't do. Now, not only is that um, that's going to tear your family apart, but let's talk about the mental aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Like how, like how, how can somebody actually have like just sanity or just be like, okay, I'm somehow going to end up like rise up above this. I know that I'm not guilty, and I'm going to prove my innocence, and and naturally like don't cave in and like say like, all right, this is what society deems me as, and just completely turn evil, or just end up hating people because of what was was happened to you. It's 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 for what happens to him. I, I gotta say, like, it's, it's commendable to see like how strong he is to say, like, you know what? I am going back out to the NFL. I'm going ahead and make my. I'm going ahead and make my dream come true. This is not going to stop me from doing what I have to do. Now, I'm not saying that he is. He. I mean, I'm. I'm saying what I'm trying to say is that that for him to have the mentality just to do it in that mindset is tremendous. You know what I mean? Because that 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 hasn't happened to. That's not. <laughs> Like that, not everyone is built like that, you know. Um, people literally they get these these mental issues from that, from that kind of harassment. Right. You know what I mean? 
And you hear these cases of people in jail for 20 something years and that they get a lot of free because like they were innocent the whole time and, and nothing is being done as far as the, 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 the judge and who like, the, there's no harsh penalties on the other side. So these right. people won't do this mistake again. You know what I mean? Well, if, it's you, like, if you look but, at earlier on um, in his first trial, uh, I mean, I'm gathering this from the movie. So I, I was, and they based the movie on the true facts of everything. Uh, but in the first trial they showed in the movie, the attorney that he had uh, somehow talked with the judge and said that there's this deal that you claim not guilty, but not innocent. And then you could see that immediately backfired him that, that the deal that the attorney gave him that gave him very limited time to, t- to think about. And he couldn't even talk to his mother about it. He had to make the decision on his own. Uh, basically pressured him into being almost forced into the jail system instead of continuing to plead not guilty and going to a further trial. Um, And so you could look at that and that side of things of like, okay, these, these deals and these uh, attorneys aren't really being fair in, no, (laughs) in, in, in acknowledging the case and and looking at the real facts. I mean, go back and the guy from the innocent project literally goes and walks through the hall of the school and, and with the, all the doors open, all the classes being involved, all the teachers there. I mean, you would hear somebody even just walking, let alone speaking. Right. And right. so like, there's so many pieces to it that clearly prove uh, there's no way yeah. of what she claimed that, that he kidnapped her. There's no way that could even be a claim there. You right. know? So right. even looking at it from that side of things is, is uh, there needs to be no, 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 uh, I don't know the word for it. Maybe it's collusion or corruption or, or, or yeah, all uh, of it. within the w- <laughs> all within, the C's <laughs> <laughs> within within the deals that are being made within the the yeah um uh, the amount of time yeah uh, and the amount and the amount of bail all for somebody right. who is just innocent right and it's and it's sad because it's like yo like you, if you don't have what's the law they they say like if you don't have a a, a lawyer we'll appoint one for you like. No, like, I'm not gonna point. You're not gonna point one for me because we know that's guy. That guy's working for you. Like, you know what I mean. So like, just like just as you said, like with that deal he came up with, like, like what? Like you're you're not you're not guilty, but you're not innocent. Like, wait, what? Like, no, like that shouldn't even be an issue there. Like, why would you create these deals? And the kid is in high school. Like, why aren't you letting him talk to talk to his parents about that? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and th- there's this things that that goes on that people like completely abuse their power and just make up the law as they go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like it is key for it is key for people to like learn the law to know, understand that. Like, yeah. I, and I I feel like within our educational system that like with everything that's happening, all the mistakes that's been coming out right now, that we should get rid of some of these curriculums that we're not going to use for for our lives like we need to have classes in there on law like on what is your rights there's a lot of people that don't know their rights you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and and it's funny because i remember we used to watching cops and (laughs) and um my um who was it my uh, my older cousin Mm -hmm. was like was starting to like was in criminal justice and he was like he broke the law like you know like the the police officers like he broke the law he entered somebody's building without even asking he did this he did that and they're like, and I could see them getting upset, like legit getting upset. I'm like, whoa, like what's happening here? Like, like I thought this is a bad guy. Like, like no, like these cops are just abusing their power and they're enforcing it and people don't know that. So it's like, hey, like let's get rid of some of the things that we're never going to use in life. Like, um, I don't know, calculus. I mean, I never, I don't think I need to use that and I haven't used it yet at all. 
So instead of teaching me calculus, how about you teach me how um, my legal rights as an American citizen? How about you teach me taxes, how to do the taxes, how you teach me about credit and all that stuff like that, instead of like saying, hey, like just go in the world and go find this stuff. You have a lot of information that you're never going to use. So let's go go out and go out and figure things out yourself, you know? Yeah, we do um, we do math easily with just counting the plates on the barbell, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I everyone, mean... Everyone has an iPhone now and everyone has a calculator. So calculator, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, with, with in terms of that, you know, there's so much so much depth to all kinds of law that, you know, there, there at least should be a simplified class, just like you said. Like, here's your rights. And it's unfortunate that... Uh, you would even think that it's necessary to know that you would you would hope that there would just be no corruption, but there there it's everywhere. There's all corruption. There's all abuse of the power, and so uh, mm-hmm. there ha- I feel like there should be there has to be a class that at least has right. a basic rights. You know, right. in high school one right. one class for one term, one you know, uh, right. one hour a week or whatever, and right. at least learn this stuff um, so that uh, you could be aware. You know, yeah. And it's crazy, like, it's, it's something that my grandfather always told me. is like, never rely on somebody else. It, it, if, you, if you do that, you're going to be in deep trouble. And he was absolutely right. Like, in this situation, it's like, if you don't know your rights, you can't rely on somebody else who's going to help you out and, like, hey, like, this is your right to defend you. Like, you literally have to do that. And that's one of the things he told me. He's like, dude, you, know, you got to know your rights. You can't, like, because I told him an incident when I got pulled up. When I was younger, messed Totally messed up. When I was younger, I was we, we, me and my friend were driving. My friend was white. We were going to Burger King. Mm. So he gets pulled over, and a cop comes up, and then another cop comes up. I'm like, whoa, what did you do, bro? Like, I'm trying to figure out like, what happened. Right. Um, yeah. So long story short, like the cop comes to my side and tells me to step out the car. I'm the passenger. I'm like, I'm not even driving, dude. Like, what you like? What you want from me? You know? Right, right. So he, t- he takes me out. He does like a quick pat down and search. I'm like, why? Like, I'm like, you know what? Like, this is messed up. Like, I'm not doing anything here. I didn't, yeah. they even, they just t- saw him and was like, all right, you're fine. But they, you, you take me out of the car and search me. So he, you know, so he, your friend continued to stay in the car. Yeah, he stayed in the car. He, wow. like, when I got out of the car, like, he was like, yo, that was fucked up. Like, he was scared, though. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't like, it, and the sad thing was, it wasn't like on an alley, like on a main street. Like, the whole yeah. scenario, like, I'm, the more I think about it, I was like, something bad could have happened to me, and I wouldn't even know it. It would be my word, well, my friend's word, against the police, a police officer's word. Right. Because it was literally in the dark, I was literally beside a graveyard, you know? So I was like, wow. anything could have happened there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, thankfully, nothing did, but I was like, I was just like, all right, let me just get like, incorporate and get out of here. And then when I told that to my, um, to my grandfather, my grandfather, he was pissed. He was like, yeah. dude, like, next time, next time anything like happened like that, like, you got to be careful. Like, yes, you did the right thing to get yourself out of there, like, just by cooperated but like in situations like that you have to look at the um you have to look at the um like the police officer's badge number get his name all that stuff mm-hmm. like that like do it secretly yeah, yeah. so then this way you can you can file a complaint and go on about it and, and do it later right. so i was like wow i never thought about that i was like you're right but i was like at the time like i'm, I'm not gonna lie i was shook i was scared i'm like what the mm-hmm. hell um and it's sad because it's like it's like <laughs> Like, if I would have said, like, I, I wanted to question, like, why are you searching me, all this stuff like that, but I didn't want to do it because I didn't want more trouble upon me. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was more and more fearful, like, what was going to happen afterwards. So I was like, no, like, this is this is sad. And even my boy to said, like, even, we still still talked to him. I was like, yo, that's still messed up. I can't believe that actually happened to you. And, yeah. and for him, it kind of opened up his eyes to that whole systemic racism. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, he's sitting in the car, like, sweating bullets. Like, damn, I got this thing in my pocket. Like, if they would have searched him, they would have found it. You know what I mean? But they took me out of the car and, like, I was like, all right, like, here we go. But maybe, maybe like, it's just, I, I, I'm just thinking, thankful that, like, nothing happened out of it. But I'll also just kind of say thankful because, like, now he knows, like, 
is goes down. It's really going down. You can't yeah, no, have the it, argument yeah. to say like, "Hey, this doesn't happen. It doesn't take place." Like you were witness firsthand of it. You know. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it's just um, it's just sad because like I like for a cop to tell you to come out the car, like you have to. He has to tell you why. You know what I mean? Right. And if, for a cop to pull you over, you know how some of them like they, they always say, "Hey, like why I'm pulling over? Like why you pull me over?" They always say license registration. Mm-hmm. They can't do that. They have to tell yeah. you why they pulled you over first. Then you could give them your information. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and 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 that's goes to protect the citizens and protect uh, the American people because like there are people out out here who are counterfeit cops who act like they're cops and they're not. You know what I mean? And then when they do that, like so this could be a kidnapping or something like else like that because it has happened and it's still probably going on where there's people coming up and say, hey, like I need you to step up the car thinking these guys are actual cops and they actually like like kidnap somebody. You know? So. It's, it's, it's really sad that people don't know that. And yeah. what happens is if you don't know that, what do you think is going to happen? People are going to abuse your, abuse your lack of knowledge and they keep going on as we see it happening to this day. And it's sad like, that, that we're here and that we have to put in more time outside of school and everything like that to go out in society and learn things out that's actually going to implement us in society, that, that we need to implement in society. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? I mean, that's, that's super fucked up. I'm, uh, I'm sorry that you had to go through that when you were young yeah. in high school. And like, it's, it's very clear that it happens all the time about uh, yeah. the injustice and, and the racism. And that, that was clearly a, a wrong uh, encounter by the police. Like you pull somebody over and you let the, the, the white guy sit in the car and then the black guy, you, you say, get out of the car, let me search you, this and that. That's yeah. clear, clear systemic racism and, and uh, abuse of power and and uh, wrongful police work. And yeah. uh, and I mean, uh, you see these cases that are even though if people know their rights and they say, OK, you haven't told me why you pulled me over uh, and there's no suspicion. I didn't do anything wrong, but you're forcing me to get out of my car and then they don't right. uh, they don't do that and then you see windows getting smashed in and people rip it out uh, uh, through the window and right. so like you see that side of it of like even if you know your rights and right. you uh are doing the right thing based on you mm-hmm. as an american citizen and mm-hmm. trying to get the proper knowledge as to why you even got pulled over there right. still is that racism and abuse of power side right what's the best right. way to go about that in, in that scenario is, right. it, is it is it is it just be quiet or is it speak up and then yeah you but you have like the things is like you we have to be in a position where now we have to speak up like because right. if you don't speak up it's going to this is going to continue to happen like we're seeing now thank god for cell phones people are pulling out the cell phones and like now like as people start realizing open their eyes like this stuff is going on police officers now have to wear body cameras so that now there's investigation and everything like that happening and the, and the sad thing that the sad thing is that like you like I understand being a police officer is being is hard, but that's no excuse. Like you took that job, that's your choice. You understand like what's gonna happen, like what the what the liability is and everything in it. Like in becoming a police officer, so you shouldn't feel scared or fearful for your life. You should be like, okay, this is what this is what I may or may not encounter. So I have to be prepared for this mentally. Like your first thing is not to come across, come across citizens and and as they're getting riled up, you get more upset and have to feel and you feel threatened. You have to shoot them. Like when, like, let's think about, let's think about this on, on a one-on-one basis here. Like say there's no badge, right? If I come up to you and ask you a question and, like, and start pressuring you for some, for some answers, 
what are you going to do? You're automatically going to get defensive. That's your natural human right. Like, right. yo, like, who the hell are you? Mind your business. Right. Get out my face. Mm-hmm. Now, you put a badge on somebody and they do that, like, yes, I am still a citizen. I'm still feeling like you're threatening me because you're coming at me and you're questioning me about all these things. Like, yes, I am going to feel some type of way. So I'm going I'm to get upset. But it's your job as a police officer to make sure everyone is calm. You need to de-escalate situations and say, hey, I I understand you're upset, but I'm just trying to do my job here, whatever the case may be. And even if the person is getting loud and getting rowdy and everything like that, there needs to be these training techniques to tell tell cops that they need to calm down. They need to calm themselves down before addressing a a citizen. Because I understand there's a human element here. I understand like when when you go into a situation where you think you might be in danger or you you don't know what situation you, you, the, the, the situation is going to be like, yes, like something, you, there's that natural fear and then like the natural anger, rage and everything's going to come up, but there needs to be techniques that, hey, like we need to de-escalate this, we need to calm down and we need to make sure that everyone goes home safe because like how many times have I, how many times have we all seen where, uh, where a, uh, a citizen is angry and he has a right to be angry mm-hmm. and the cop just goes overboard and just do excessive excessive force and all the mm-hmm. stuff like that like like your job is not to get angry your job is to calm and de-escalate right. situations right and like this is your job as a police officer as a as, and a, I, as a police officer there there almost should be no emotion involved in a circumstance there should be exactly i'm trained for this i've been in this situation during training i have experience i know what to say i know what to do and right. as a police officer, knowing how to stay calm amongst dangerous situations is something that you sign up for. And exactly. so, yeah, I agree. Like, definitely speak up, you know, I, maybe even pull the cell phone out right away, have yeah. the video recording, have the sound right. recording, get the police officer's name, badge number, and, right. uh, and, and, and having a class to, or even if you, you don't have a class and at least reading some kind of book or going online to research of what your basic rights are, are all right. important uh, things to know. Right. hundred percent. And, and I'm not saying, and I'm saying like this happens to all cops, like not all cops are like this because right. I have seen and encountered good cops. Like I literally right. got pulled over and a police officer literally walked into my door. Hello, my name is officer such and such. Um, this is why I'm pulling you over, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, wow. Like, thank you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. like yeah, you were speeding, whatever. So this is why I pulled you over. Can I get your license and uh, registration? All right, cool. Oh, I'm sorry for that. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, like, you're, 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 you're doing your job. I can see that. You're telling me your name. You're telling me who you are. So now I can say, all right, like, this is a human being. You know what right, I mean? Right. Because if you come to me and not say anything and demand stuff from me, I'm like, all right, who the hell are you? Like, right, you know what I mean? Right, like, like right. that's everyone's natural instinct. Like, yeah. that, that's that's your natural instinct as a kid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, even yeah. with your parents, like, you get in an argument with your parents, and this is your parents. The parent, Your parents are, like, the law and order in the house, but right. they come to you and they say something to you. Yeah, you feel like, all right, like, I don't need to tell you anything. But at the end of the day, like, all right, I have to because this is my mom or a dad. But, like, <laughs> now you have a random person doing it, you're like, no. Well, like, I mean, e- even so. look at a situation where you're not even getting pulled over, arrested, take the badge out of the question. Just say, like, all right, you're a professional. Somebody's coming up to you. Like, say somebody comes up to you in the gym and just starts rambling, asking you questions. Like, okay, right. what's your name? What's your story? Right. Why are you just right. coming up to me and rambling? I'm in the middle of work. And right. so, right. you know, right. like, that's the same scenario. It's like, there should be, there should be that. I mean, a police officer is a professional, professional of the law. There should be that professional courtesy to the citizens that are in that community, right? So to say, here's my name. This is yeah. the reason that they're pulling you over. Uh, this is what you did wrong. Now mm-hmm. can I please have your license, registration, uh, and so forth? Yeah. Because if you, could, if you thought in any scenario, 
any scenario. If you talk to people like human beings, they're going to have a human being response. They're going to be, oh, okay, like, oh, I'm sorry for the confusion, sir, or whatever the case may be, like, hey, this is what, this is what, this is who I am. I'm sorry for that. Here's my information. How can I do to help you out? Like, because nobody wants to, number one, nobody wants to get a ticket, first off, because it's like everyone's biggest fear. No one wants to pay for a stupid fine. Number two, nobody wants to get, nobody wants to have a record. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to, nobody wants to fight the police. Like everyone knows that's like they, they're gonna they're gonna lose. So why even right. buy like they they don't want to do that, you know what I mean? But when you force people a hand like that and like you scare them, like what do you think is gonna happen? You, you know what I mean? It was like so many times like I hear people say, Oh, the police officers are scared. Okay, like they're the cop, they're the ones with a gun. They shouldn't be scared. Like right. they, like yeah, yes, I understand they don't know that if there might be a gun in the car or anything like that, but we all know police officers have guns. We all know that. So chances are, like, us having a gun and using it on a police officer is probably not going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I'm like, yes, there are, there are bad guys out there. Yes, there are criminals out there. And yes, police officers have lost their lives. And it's a, it's a shame. It should not be happening. We should not be in a, in a state like that where, like, where innocent cops are getting taken out because of the anger and the, 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 the built-up hatred towards the police because of what other cops have done you, you know what i mean like i, I remember the guy that the two cops that got that got killed sitting in the car where in Mar that guy drove all the way from maryland just to kill cops like mm. like wait what like no we shouldn't be we shouldn't be at war with the police we should be working with the police and protecting our community like <laughs> and, and 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 there uh, there has been there still is and and especially now there's a ton of of good that's coming from peaceful protests it's coming from uh, uh groups of law that are fighting for the innocent that mm -hmm. are um going after police officers who have committed the crime of yeah. brutality and murder and yeah uh, lynching and so i mean that's you know there but the, there are the criminal side of things you, you can't you have yeah. you're driving to different states with intent of killing somebody. You're 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 yeah. a criminal. At right. the end. You're a criminal. Right. You're right. I mean, even plotting that is a criminal act. So that's a different side of things. Like, yeah, I mean, we shouldn't be at war with the police. The police has been at war with minority communities for for years, and that's yeah. been how America. Uh, continued to, to to grow is is with this police brutality with this war from yeah. police against the communities and so yeah. Yeah, the, so the the act of of the people being at war with the police like that's almost necessary but in a peaceful manner right like what's necessary is like we can't have we can't have infringements of our rights we cannot have our rights being taken away from the police but no, I forget what we were talking about. So what we, what we were talking about, just like about how I feel personally that like the fact that the police needs to needs to figure out ways and do better training, because uh, it, it comes to they come to find out like all the stuff that everyone's asking for reform for, I thought was already in place. Like going to the basic training is that like hey they have to spend a little bit more time to train and get things done. I think that in order for uh, our police force to have better. Um, to have better um, established, um, like build build up more trust within the community and everything like that. Like you have to send it, these kids, these guys to school and make the qualifications a lot more harder than they are. 
you know what I mean? Because mm. um, I believe right now anyone out of high school can become a, come a, can become a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe that you should um, have the requirement to be like at least like two years associate degree, like in criminal criminal criminology or criminal criminal justice courses, so you can understand like how you can approach people, how you can talk to people, and everything like that. And also, there has to be more benefits for them as in like therapy wise. Uh, because yeah, they probably see some bad things happen on the streets and they get a negative connotation about it. But also you gotta, you have to figure out like, what's the better way we can go about it? Like we have to do thorough background checks and make sure that you're not hiring somebody who has like a addictive mental aspect thinking like, hey, like I'm become a cop because I don't like black people or mm-hmm. like, they have some kind of racial or something that's like questionable in the background. Because like, I'm not sure if you heard about the North Carolina Police Department today. They got they called them on video talk about it's going to be a civil war and like I can't wait to start slaughtering the N words. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this is a guy that's oh, shit. yeah. Police. I think like, I did see uh, I saw some like allegations or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they got fired. Three police officers got fired for that. Talk about it's going to be another civil war and everything like that. Like, you're a cop. Like, you're and you're talking about slaughtering people. You need to be protecting and serving. Like, are you serious? Like, you know I mean, what that's I mean? a clear that's a clear threat to society. That's like if you see exactly. people in jail, you see people in jail, even people who are innocent, the, the, to get back to get out of jail, they have to have a, 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 a I don't know what you consider it a a, um, a hearing or whatever that mm-hmm. that you then cl- uh, can prove that you're not a threat to society. You have people who right here are right. police officers who are mm-hmm. threatening yeah. the community, right? They need to be right. off the streets. There needs to be some some type of uh, yeah. something happening more than just being fired. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, no, seriously. And on top of that, it's like you have, and then you have. I'm not sure you hear about you heard about this one about um, like Facebook groups and stuff like that, where you have like uh, former law p- police officers talking about they're gonna um, assassinate somebody who's like legit, like fighting fighting the injustice of the police. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just like why, like we have come to the state and and everyone thinks it's okay. Like everyone's at the point where it's like, oh, it's just us against them. And some people out here still take, taking that as a joke, thinking that like, like thinking, <laughs> thinking that this police brutality and this excessive force that's actually killing black people is, 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 is nothing serious. Like, you know what I mean? And it's sad that we're at the state and people still really think like that. And it needs to be a total change across the board. It's just um, horrible. I'm really like uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I was just going right. to say it's it's really horrible. I mean, to see that, yeah. um, I mean, it's obvious in systemic racism, oppression. It's been around, uh, always been there. And you know, we're trying to get yeah. rid of it enough, like yeah. it's 2020. But to see that there's officers of the law who are trying to oppress uh, black people and to, to, to shut down uh, right. the positive change that this country is trying to right. make, it's just horrible. And, and I, you know, I... I have a lot of hope for our generation that, you know, the change is going to be different, that it'll be more instilled, that there's more education, that kids are being brought up in a world now that, that, yeah, there still is this systemic racism, but there's also so many platforms that educate on just having conversations on just learning on just hearing people's experiencing experiences, you know? Right. Um, Right. And so, right. I think there's been a lot that has, happened since these protests have started yeah. from defunding the police to yeah. looking at, re, at putting that money elsewhere in the community to yeah. uh to getting uh police officers who have murdered black americans uh to to be prosecuted to go to jail 
um, yeah. to to reassemble, to break down and reassemble the police forces in certain yeah. towns, um, and, and more tearing down the statues uh, of of uh, that that are signifying oppression, signifying racism. Yeah. Um, and, and so yeah. to see all this happen, and not just in our country, but also further outside of our country around the world, yeah, uh, it, it's great to and, see that type of change. And, and yes. uh, it's just a nonstop effort, though. You know, I mean, the news, exactly. right, you'll see on the news how they'll only put up uh, the headlines. Here's, here's, here's something that catches your eye. Watch the news and let us right. make money, you know. Right. So the news may die down with it, but there's other platforms that continue to show with it. Um, yes. And uh, you have to keep learning. You have to keep reading. You have to keep understanding, having these conversations, talking to people, talking to your community, looking at right. who to vote for, looking at when to, uh, you know, when there's something going on that's wrong, you know, yeah. get the police and officer's name, get the badge numbers, get the official's name, report yeah. things and, yeah. and just make change on a small level that equates to change uh, overall on the big yeah. scale of things. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, if you, if you don't do it, if you step aside and be silent about it, like, it's not going to stop. Like, you, know, right. you know what I mean? Like, you're, right. you are the problem if right. you just stay silent with it. Right. And it's just a shame. And, like, and a lot of people don't understand, like, where this is coming from. And it's like you said, you need to educate yourself. Because a lot of people, I just had to, um, I had to talk to somebody about the whole statue thing. And they were like, well, I don't get why they're ripping them down. I was like, all right, first off, there's a couple things wrong with that. Like, you're part of the problem. Why? Because now you're, you're the reason. It's like, if you win a... <laughs> Don't you hate it when you go to your kids' sporting events and they give a trophy to all the kids? Like, yeah, like that's exactly what happened. <laughs> like, they lost the war and they still have their 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 statues up and everything like that. So, why why would you keep their statues up? You know what I mean? Now, and, now, yeah, and I'll say one more thing. And and on top of that, these statues only went up like fifty years after to show black people who quote unquote who's still in charge you know what i mean it's just a way to oppress people out there and that's exactly what those statues are for mm -hmm. they're not here for any heritage they're not here for anything like that it is here to to spread oppression hate and keep and still uh, keep the keep black communities in fear of the soul of all the all the old jim crow laws and everything like that by having these confederate statues up yeah. and yes i believe all would need to come down um, because that's treason. Like they were, they fought the United States of America. They were against the Union, which is the United States of America. So, like, like hello, wake up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, you can't, and, you're waving the enemy's flag in our country. Like, that's exactly what you're doing. Like, you need and, to cut that out. And, and looking into it, like, really research. Like, if you're like questioning, all right, why are these statues being torn down? Look at the history. Look and see what yeah. these these statues of these people have done. I mean, yep. somebody in my community posted on Facebook the other day, which was great to see uh, a, a different way of looking at it. Or to really be um, the only way to look at it is like so. There's there's statues of of rapists, of murderers that yeah. uh, have murdered tons of people, raped tons of people, yeah. and 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 that statue was in school settings, in community settings. So right. now you're you're uh, a person of color walking down the street and here's a statue of somebody who's murdered hundreds yeah. of people who are black or of color. Yeah. Now, right. how, how are you supposed to feel safe in your community when the community right. is okay with a statue of somebody who's murdered the people who are living in your community in the past? Right. And so really do your research before even asking a question like that, right. because uh -huh. there's, there's 
no reason at all for these statues to stay up. They have yeah. to be taken down. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're symbols of, like you said, oppression, of racism, of, uh, of criminal acts. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, to, to take that down is, is a way to then move forward in a positive yeah. manner. Yeah, and just adding to that, I remember watching a comedian on Instagram, and he had a um, very valid point. It was pretty funny, and he was just pretty much acting like your typical southerner, so to speak. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm pissed off. They're gonna take down the statue. I just found out that was in in my park. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like he didn't even know. Like, because that's what happens. Most of these guys don't even know where these statues are located, and they're like, oh, 'Oh, I'm upset for no reason.' Like, no, you're not. Like, you're just trying. You just literally trying to uh, push them, or you just really just tr you're just really afraid of change." And that, and that you you fearful that if that statue comes down, are your rights going to be infringed upon? No, it's not. Your rights have already been taken away by the police. I'm sorry to tell you that. Like you 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 just don't realize that, you know. So you just got to uh, be careful. Yeah, so yeah, no, so it's, like, it's a little bit it's a little bit insane by with everything that's going on, and I just hope that everything is uh everything just changes. Um, I mean, it seems like everything is changing and going for the better, but like I'm just still telling people keep your feet on the gas like we have a lot of work to do because it took us a lot of work to get here it doesn't take a lot of work for us to make everything better for everybody else you know? yeah now now what i know you you gotta go soon uh but one more question i mean you know i'm seeing uh the president tweet mm -hmm. and say things like mm -hmm. sad to see the history and culture of our great country being ripped apart with the removal of our beautiful statues and monuments you yeah. dot 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 uh it can't change history uh, but you can learn from it. Robert E. Lee, Stonewall Jackson, who's next? Washington, Jefferson, so foolish. Uh, also, yeah. the beauty that is being taken out of our cities, towns, parks will be greatly missed and never be able to comparably replace. I, I mean, how do you how, how do you feel when when the the president is is saying things like this? I just feel it, honestly, this just really pisses me off because this guy he he can easily uh, make himself be the hero here, but he chooses not to. He chooses to divide the country, as right. we all know that his purpose is, and he doesn't seem to, to you want to unite. Like, right. he wants to keep his following, which we all know is, is like the, the, the oppressive, old, like the old school, like the, the South will rise again people. Like, the, those are the ones that he wants. So like the, is the, 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 the bum, the bum fucks. Like, <laughs> those are the ones he's trying to win over, and that's why he's doing that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he can easily unite everybody here, and this is really disheartening to, to see that he's really, like, he, he, and I know for damn sure he doesn't even know who any of those statues are for. He doesn't know not, not even one of them. Like, like remember, like, I don't know if you remember, he just realized who Frederick Douglass was like, when he became president. Like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He just, yeah. he just like, he just blurts stuff things out. Just to, put himself, just to put himself in what he thinks is going to be in a winning, winning scenario. But, like, I, I'm sorry to say this is, like, the, what him in the office has erupted a lot of people and like got people really upset to the core. Like they don't, like he doesn't know. I don't don't think he knows that there's gonna be a huge swing that's gonna happen here. You know what I mean? And those people who are taking side with him and like who 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 don't really realize what's going on, like they're gonna be in for a rude awakening. And it's crazy because I know some people who who are good people, but like they don't really open their eyes and notice like what he's trying to do. And by doing these subliminal racist and on these racist undertones that that they, that doesn't affect the the, the so-called normal, Amer normal american but for anybody of color they know like how hard, how harsh those words are ever since he's been in office the amount of hate groups have increased you know what i mean and what does that tell you like he's he's out there promoting this and these people think that because he's in office like he's there their platform 
And how the, on the amount of cases I've heard of kids, like kids, legit in school, telling other kids, oh, well, when, when Trump becomes president, he's going to ship you back to Mexico or he's going to send you back to Africa. Like, what? Like, and these are kids I'm talking about, you know what I mean? And it's like, hatred of those people who, think they, who, who are scared to change and like think like this is their country. This, I'm sorry to tell you too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was born here, raised here. Like there's there's no sending me back anywhere. Like this is where I'm from, bro. Like you know what 100%. I mean? And a lot of people here are here to stay. And we're just gonna have to fight, stay here and fight the fight and we and we all know who's gonna win. You know what I mean? And I think what happened is, is that is I was just actually talking about this with my wife yesterday. Is it's crazy because before with the other presidents, like we really didn't know like what the presidents could do. But it's like with this president, like we're fig- we're figuring out the power of the president as he is figuring out himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like he like, oh he can do this. Oh wow, I didn't know that president could do that. Like you're you're starting to get a little bit more educated on the um on the political side of things uh, because he doesn't really completely understand it. You know, um and it's and it's crazy because. Like why? Why would you promote that? You're po- this is supposed to be United States of America. You're supposed to be joining everybody together. Like when your top general guy, like your four star general, and you call him Mad, Mad Dog, whatever, he, whatever he gave him his nickname. If he's like, yo, like, I can't, I can't serve with this guy, and he's clearly not here trying to make America better. He's trying to make America worse. You know, so it's just really horrible. It really is. I mean, to see the division from that level, uh, it's it's disgusting. I mean, yeah, and it's president, like, you're president of this country, uh, and you there's a there's there's a bigger problem than anything. You should really, as a president, uh, I mean, it's a hard job. I don't know, but that you you should focus on the problems that are in America and see. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, he's only focused on himself. He cares about himself. Focusing on 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 business. Focusing on on making the richer richer and the poor poorer and, and, yeah. and uh, making it uh, harder for minorities to live in America. And if you look at it, like even before he was a president, looking into like the Central Park Five, he was, yeah. he, he was pushing for, for these uh, group of kids to get arrested when they're clearly innocent, right. clearly innocent so much that they get a $41 million uh, right. winning of a lawsuit against right. the New York City Police Department. Right. And so, like, yeah. to see even bef- way before he's a president, you could clearly yeah. see the racism uh, yeah. that this president has. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy because I legit have arguments with people. I don't have arguments with people anymore in, about this because they're, like, trying to make these statement claims that he's not racist. I'm like, all right, he is racist because the fact of the matter is, like, look how many people have talked trash to him, like, talked mm-hmm. to him about him on, on their platform, talked about celebrities and everything like that. He has only tweeted and responded back to all black black actors, athletes, whatever. Eminem came out with a diss track on this dude. He hasn't said a word yet from Eminem. Mm-hmm. And yet LeBron says a few things encouraging and try to, t- try to unite people. He goes after LeBron. Like, are you kidding me? Like, LeBron James is the most, like, model citizen out there and you're coming after him you know what i mean yeah. i was like all right like <laughs> it's just it just goes insane like how people just literally want to turn a blind eye to it and i have to call these people out but yo dude like you're a part of the problem like you're not acknowledging that he's a racist and he is like you know what i mean like like i understand you're trying to trying to hope that trying to paint this picture of america is not like that but like he is like it's, this is 2020 and the guy that's in the office right now, he's not making matters better for all of us. You know what I mean? He's only looking out for himself. The people that he says he's going to help, he hasn't helped them. And he just literally just, he's, he, 
he's just making a mockery of our country. And if you don't realize that, then literally you're the problem. You know what I mean? Like there's ever since he's been in office, these other countries are now dominating fields that they don't need to be dominating. And like China and Russia are taking over the world while we are we were the ones that was taking over the world. And that's something that people don't pay attention to. And I'm saying, hey, like look what's happening here. There's a big grand scheme here. You need to open your eyes and realize that. But Yeah, and, and it's it's uh, I mean, even looking at like the current events, even with, you know, with, with, with where money went, you know, as soon as the pandemic yeah. hit, right? Like the yep. bills were passed and I get it. Like it was the house of representatives yeah. and the Congress and then, and then president, but uh, bills were all passed for the funds to go towards corporations for large yeah. companies to yeah. get a ton of money. And, uh, and, and the people getting His, as little as possible from yeah. that. Um, and, uh, it's just like it goes in all directions of uh, the corruption, the racism, the oppression, the yeah. not caring for the actual yeah. citizens of America. Yeah. Uh, uh, and don't get wrong. He knows what a, he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing. A lot of people try to use that as an excuse. He doesn't know. He knows what he's well, doing. Yeah, he knows yeah. what he's trying to get out of it. And he's obviously playing this card just to show, like, hey, like, I'm, I'm your guy. I'm here to protect your rights uh, to the majority of the white Americans. But like, if he's not here to protect all the American rights, he, how do you know he's here to protect your rights? And I'm just hoping right. people like don't turn a blind eye and actually realize like what kind of what kind of scumbag that he is. You know what I mean? Like, I hate to I hate to say that, but it's like it is what it is. You know? And like this guy is getting away with with a robbery, and no one's really um, checking him at all with that. So mm-hmm. it's it's sad to see. And I mean, um, I know that's like another conversation. <laughs> that yeah. we can have for like a three-hour conversation about that yeah. <laughs> but yeah but it's like the, just to answer your question though it's like come back to that it's like like why would the president actually say that like when in in this tyranny there's people literally losing their lives out here um through the police force and people uh and and through like just hate groups and you're promoting that like you need to just you need to disown that you need to step up and say that we have there's no there's no room for hate here and <laughs> this is america this is not the confederacy so all of that stuff needs to go, you know right. what I mean? Yep. Like, I still, I still just, it still baffles me that people wanted to say, hey, like, we need to keep this up. Like, no, because at the end of the day, like, when there was the war against Nazi Germany, right, uh, there wasn't like, hey, like, we're going to go ahead and put put up statues of generals of the Nazi camp. Like, no, like, instead, they have memorials of the millions of people who lost. Like, how about you have memorials of the millions of, of the black people that lost from the slave trade, from Jim Crow, from lynching, all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because like I was reading some of the stuff of like the lynching museum, it's horrible. Like guy says hello to a police officer and they lynch him. Like they hang him from a tree for saying hello to a police officer. Like, are you kidding me? You know what I mean? Like those are the people that need to be memorated and there needs to be law in place to say like, hey, this will never happen again. But like this stuff is happening now. Like, are you telling me in, in the height of the country right now with racial tension very high that these so-called black people are committing suicide by hanging off a tree like no <laughs> it's like it, it clearly there's more than most of that so stop lying like we know what's going on here stop lying yeah. to people things need to change yeah. and you need to you need to nip this in the bud and systemic racism and racism tell tell the tell everyone in the country that there's no room for that like we're not having that you know yeah. and, and, and and even looking at uh, I mean, there was there was black women that who sat in the wrong place on the bus, who who, yeah. who got arrested, who 
yeah. uh, for for sitting in the wrong spot. What do you, it's a bus, and during segregation, apparently you can't sit here, you can't drink water, you can't go to the bathroom here, and so like you're looking at this, and it's just there, there. Yeah, the statue should be uh, 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 almost re- replaced with with yeah. uh, 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 people of color who who have ro- rose above and and really uh, caused uh, made change. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. and show the 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 uh, the ability to even through hell you can still rise above and and, and yeah and and make this country better like, you know what I mean yeah. like you're making this country equal for everybody because they made this they made their their claim so yeah I absolutely agree with you on that there needs there needs to be change where there's there's those statues going up because how many like I don't I don't ever I don't recall ever seeing like. Rosa Parks statues or anything like that that's out there, but they need to be out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is our country, and you're and there's a huge divide here that's been undressed, and that's what exactly what it is. This huge problem has been undressed for a long time, and look how far it got. Now we're addressing it. Now it's like okay, now we have to do even more work to even get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Because at first we should have said, all right, this is our our land. This is who we are. This is what it is. Let's nip this in the bud now. But no, like through the game of politics and the game of um, the the systemic racism and white supremacy, like this is how far we got. Now we're addressing it. Now, now people are coming to realize it. Like, hey, like this is this is gone gone long enough. Like it needs mm-hmm. to change. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's sad that the fact that it takes for people to be forty million people to be out of their jobs and just witnessing this systemic racism and is real and realizing this is happening now in twenty twenty. You know what I mean? When there's like, hey, like you're my neighbor, I'm your neighbor. Like I have a complaint here. Let me let me hear your complaint. Let me uh, let me uh, actually listen to what you're saying instead right. of saying, "Oh, well, this happened to me too." You know what I mean? Like, hey, there, there's a problem here that 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 is almost like the two different worlds, where there's like the white American world and there's the black American world, right? It should just be the American world and say, "Hey, like, your problem is my problem too." Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, because if 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 that doesn't happen, then we're really not united, <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. and it's sad because. Like again, it's 2020. We're dealing with this, and I was talking to my father-in-law. He was saying, "Oh, when his grandkids like get older, maybe this will change." I was like, "No, like it needs to change now." Like, right. you know, like everyone keeps saying later, like, "No, it needs to change now," and then then we'll worry about that. What happens in the future? Because like the present, we we know what's happening, we see what's happening, and we can't wait for somebody else to change it. Like we have to take it upon ourselves and make our voices to be heard in order for us to make that change to happen. Yeah, yeah, and and I saw this video. It was emotional to watch because uh, of of the truth of it. But it was three black men of all different generations, older, m- uh, middle, and then younger. Uh, mm-hmm. And and uh, the conversation basically was, was they were saying to each other of how uh, talking about the oppression and how there was change that there was attempt of change. Some change happened, but majority of it didn't. It continued oppress, continued oppress and history repeating itself and then yeah. they're speaking to this young man about how uh, it's 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 up to us to make the change now and not yeah. wait any longer and right. I, it seems like we're starting on that but it basically comes down to the fact that it, it's not enough to just say you're not a racist you have to be anti-racist you have to learn you have to educate yourself you have to educate others you have to be uh not allowing the ignorancy to yeah. arise around you no, exactly. And it's, and it's crazy because, like, we have that, especially in our office right now, in the presidential office. You know what I mean? Like, we have somebody who, who's, trying to, who's trying to play blind eye to it, 
who's clearly racist. And like uh, and the guy, the guy spits out the most historical racial comments out there, but doesn't know anything about history somehow. <laughs> and everyone thinks it's like, oh, okay, no, he's just he's not trying to be racist. I'm like, all right, like you may you may think he's dumb, or whatever, but the guy's actually he's pretty smart and he's playing right into um, playing right into people's minds, I guess. Um, and just like driving everyone upset. And it's really it's it bothers me that this has happened because he's obviously playing the old book, just divide and conquer. Um, so we need to, we need to stop paying attention, folks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yep. things things are things are being taken away from us and. Um, I'm, me personally, I feel like he's the biggest comment out there. And if you don't play, if you don't play right, and you don't stop this guy, like things are gonna things are gonna happen, and you'll be like, how the hell did we end up here? Yeah. You know? Well, listen, I mean, we got the presidential election coming up, and uh, yeah, you know, this uh, allegations against the main Democrat, there's allegations yeah. against the main Republican, and it's rich. Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta see, you gotta see what's gonna happen. I don't here. even know, but I say. <laughs> Yeah, just great. do your research. <laughs> yeah, point blank and simple. Point blank and simple. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Lift to Educate. We really appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen to us speak about fitness-related topics and also current events that's happening right here in this country. As we continue to uh, grow this podcast, we ask that you please discuss the topics that we discussed today with your friends and family, and also share it um, as well. And if you have any questions, you can reach us on a social media feed or also on a website. Um, Jacobs is jagged-fitness.com and you can reach him on social media. Um, Instagram is jaggedfitnessnj and mine is uh, princefitempire.com and also princefitempire on social media. Until next time, guys, you guys stay healthy and stay educated and we'll talk to you guys next time. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>